0: Happy Easter to everyone. I want to start with a little Easter greeting practice. There are various ways to do it, but our our tradition is that the greeting is, is He is risen, and the response is, The Lord is risen indeed. He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Today's epistle, quote, If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. The Easter gospel tells us about the empty tomb and the first appearance of the risen Christ. But what do these things have to do with us? There are many historical events that we admire or stand in awe of, but which do not actually change our lives. The Easter epistle connects our lives to Easter Quote, if you then were raised with Christ, Jesus rose, but how were we raised with him? St. Paul, who wrote our epistle to the Colossians, gives us the answer in another passage from the same letter. He says that we were, quote, buried with Christ in baptism, in which we were also raised with him through faith the water of baptism is an outward sign of God's gift to us of his Holy Spirit through which we die and rise with Christ. As God said through Ezekiel, quote, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. We receive this gift of the Spirit through faith. We renew our baptisms on Easter because we participate in Easter through baptism and faith. Baptism plants a seed or embryo of resurrection life rather than a finished product. The epistle tells us that the finished product will be revealed on the last day the day of resurrection. Quote, When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. We will literally rise from the dead in the same manner that Jesus rose from the dead on Easter Day. As St. Paul explains more fully in another place, Quote, It takes faith to believe in the resurrection of Jesus, but the greater Easter challenge of faith may be to believe in our own resurrection. If God created a world, everything in it, and all creatures, and if he sent his Son to live and die for us, then surely God can raise his Son from death to life. But can we really believe that weak, sinful, and mortal human beings like you and me can become holy and immortal and share in the glory of God. We live in an era that is sometimes called postmodern. The modern world that came before tried to eliminate the supernatural from our thinking. It taught us that reality consists only of what we can see and measure and explain. The idea that Christ would return, raise the dead, and renew the creation was relegated to the realm of the spiritual, which means it was relegated to the realm of the fictitious. We were told that we should focus on happiness in this world, because we were told that this world is all we have. Modernity ended because its assumptions were not true and its vision was not enough for human beings created in the image of God. We know intrinsically that there are realities larger than what we can see. We know there is a God. We know and we want more than what we have in this fallen world. In the resurrection, when Christ appears at the last day, these larger realities, which are now hidden from us, will be uncovered and revealed. Angels, archangels, and demons, things we believe exist but we cannot see, will be uncovered and revealed. Jesus who is now present in the sacrament and we know now by faith will appear in person. Our liturgical transformation in which our sinful bodies are made clean by his body and our souls washed by his blood will be completed. The seed of baptism which grows through the life of prayer will come to its full flower. This is a spectacular hope, and we should be clear about it. As Christians, we believe that Jesus will appear, he will raise the dead, and he will indeed renew the entire creation. God will complete his new creation. As St. Paul writes in Romans, quote, The creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and obtain the glorious liberty of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in travail together until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the spirit, groan inwardly as we wait for the adoption as sons the redemption of our body. St. Paul reminds us of our baptism and our destiny in the epistle primarily to tell us how we should live right now in the light of these two central truths of our lives. If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above live right now as resurrected people who are destined for eternity, for glory, for immortality. We live in a pessimistic world, and the world's pessimism too frequently infects people of faith. The world is pessimistic because it does not experience the resurrection of Jesus. It is still living in the story of fallen humanity and its futility, a story that begins at birth and ends at death. And it cannot break free from that futility apart from Christ. One great modern error was to reduce our faith to something we, quote, believe in to reduce it to a series of doctrines to which we give intellectual assent, or to reduce faith to an insurance policy that promised a future heaven and guaranteed against a future hell. On Easter, St. Paul reminds us that faith in Jesus is a way of life. We have been baptized into a new story. We died with Christ. And now we live in him as we move towards glory and immortality. As we rise with Christ on Easter, we are witnesses to his resurrection. And this does not mean just that we can tell others that what the Bible says about Jesus is true. It means we are witnesses to his resurrection life in us. We are, as 2 Corinthians says, always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our body. Since this is our story, our new story in Christ, let us focus our hearts and minds on eternity rather than time. Let us stop moaning about the decline of our culture and start bearing witness to the kingdom of God. Let us stop complaining about our pain and start bearing witness to what Christ is doing in our lives through our pain. Let us stop complaining about our circumstances and start bearing witness to our interior growth through the Spirit and to the hope of resurrection and life in the world to come in God's new creation. The St. Paul writes, quote, Though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.